Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Many people say that music is a universal language. If that's the case, I would like to use music as a platform to talk about health. My name is Dr. Moshe Lewis, and I'm a full-time practicing physician who loves music and the way it affects our brains, our bodies, and our well-being. We'll be discussing topics that affect all of us, from mental health to body image, cancer screening to stroke. Our health is truly our greatest asset. Hopefully, these discussions will improve the health of our community. Welcome to Music and Medicine. I'm your host, uh, Dr. Moshe Lewis, and I'm excited to be joined by Billy Moss here, um, CEO of your own entertainment group. Um, Billy, I know you have a pretty extensive uh, repertoire and things like that, so so just let's roll back the clock a little bit and talk wow. about some of the artists that you, you've worked with and some of the things you've done, because I, I know you try to be modest with the, you know, the fur here and stuff <laughs> like that, see how you roll, but uh, I hear they call you Billy the Billionaire, there's a reason. Well, you know what? Tweet gave me that name, mm-hmm. Billy the Billionaire. Uh-huh. Uh, so yes, uh, if we rewind the clock back, um, I think uh, like the, the the first artist I ever developed was Adina Howard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, right. and you know she was signed to a gentleman by the name of Olivia Harris. Right. Uh, we kind of partnered up. You know, I was making records, and he was doing the management side, and you know, got her a deal situation mm-hmm. and. Everything was successful for her. First album did great. Freak Like Me was like number one. And then uh, myself and Jamie Foxx came back and produced this song called T-Shirt and Panties on her. That was that was amazing. It did pretty good for her. You know, I mean, uh, we were always producing and writing records to the edge. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Kind of kind of like how Next was. You know what I'm saying? Like they were on the edge with a lot of their records. And, you know, we kind of did the same thing with Adina. Right. So I, I did that, and then I wanted to develop my own group and, mm-hmm. and, and sign them to my own company. And I, the first group I developed was ISIS. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wrote and produced a lot of songs in that project. Mm-hmm. And I did a, a deal with uh, L.A. Reid mm-hmm. when he took over... Arista Records right. uh, that Next was signed to because they were, you guys were on Arista also, I think. Right, yeah. yeah, under Clive. Yeah, mm-hmm. under Clive. So, so yeah, so L.A. Reid took over over that late that label and he gave me an opportunity. He gave my company a production deal and basically let me do my thing. So mm-hmm. ISIS was the first girls group that I ever developed and mm-hmm. they did pretty good. I think uh, now... Uh, as of last week, they're at a million streams, wow. you know, because there's Still. new platforms out there now. Right. And Adina Howard is at 10 million streams. Yeah, right, like, right. it's... Sure. it's I mean, her songs, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think gave you that type of insight? It's an edgy and, and it's a little raunchy, too, but, but well, what kind of... Because I think that's the biggest challenge for people to try to understand, like, how do you create um, right. truly from a... 
inspiration perspective to turn into hit maybe that's a goal but right. but just the creative process well we were raised on prince and michael jackson right back in the day mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and then r kelly came along right with the public announcement sure. situation mm -hmm. and you know um back then you know, Prince was, you know, he's a little bit on the freaky side, sure. you right. know. And and with uh Adina, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let's let's try something, you know, sexual from a female perspective. Mm -hmm. And she was with it. Right. She was with the smoke, cool. everything, right. you know, yeah. bring yeah. it on. Right. Yeah, so and she let us try different things on her. So, you know, that's kinda how I got into that lane because uh, you know, we wanted to connect to the audience and, and, and uh, make songs that they can identify with. Right. And, you know, keeping it sexy is always selling. Right, that's you always, know what I'm saying? Gonna work, always going to work. Yeah. Where did things take you afterwards? Because if I'm not mistaken, you work with some other artists that you're being very modest about. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> so you know, after uh, Adina, right. And between her, you know, I worked with uh, this artist. I, you know, I was signed to Warner Chapel, mm -hmm. and um, you know, I was complaining to my publisher, "Hey, mm -hmm. man, you guys never get me any placements," mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And it was an artist named Mark Morrison that was in the UK, okay. and he was being difficult mm -hmm. uh, on that side for mm -hmm. them, and and. Uh, I guess uh, Warner Chapel and Wea was like, listen, we got this producer in L.A. that's complaining about placements. Let's see what he could do with Mark Morrison. So it was basically because he was difficult. You know, it, they thought it was going to be a hard, yeah, a hard project for me to, to work on. So, I mean, I came out there, you know, I put together like four or five records mm -hmm. with him. Um, one of them being Return of the Mac that's, mm -hmm. that's still uh, performing. You know, still playing now. Sure. Uh, another one was like Moan and Groan, which right. and, and Trippin'. It was uh, both of those went number one in the UK mm -hmm. and the rest mm -hmm. of the world. And then just returning to Mac, sure. the whole album, you know, uh, and the single came here to right. Atlantic Records, mm -hmm. and it's still playing today. Right, right. It's still on there. Yeah. Um, tell us about you slipped it in there really quickly, but not everybody knows all these technical terms, placements, and what it means, and the work you have to do for your artists, and how important it is because they can have a good song, but it right. doesn't mean much if you don't have great placements. So, so yeah, yeah. So that's important, right? I'm glad you asked that question. Uh, one of the things about placements, right? It's difficult because there's a lot of producers out there. It's mm -hmm. it's a lot of ARs that manage producers, mm -hmm. and you know, of course, they're trying to get their records in with the people that they manage. So you know, because the music industry is all about making money, right, of course, the, you know, the business. Who so, so for me, uh, you know, I felt like man, like I really want to get on this project, but I'm submitting my record with a, a hundred other people, right. right? So that's what made me want to develop my, my own artists mm -hmm. and get placements on their albums, mm -hmm. you know? So like with Isis, I got them a deal. Uh, now I got 12 songs right. that I could pass out to other producers right. and I could produce some myself. Sure. So placements are important, mm -hmm. you know? Um, like I got a placement uh, was in 2020 on uh, LMA, mm -hmm. which was huge. Now she's double platinum, right. you know. So 
Getting cuts placed is important for your publishing and how you get those checks. Sure. And yeah. just walk us through, I know it seems so straightforward, but but just pretend that we are dealing with people that haven't always been there, even though they're creating beats every five minutes yeah. and wake up every day, write a new song. Um, walk us through that process from song to publishing to placement. Okay, so you're at home, you put together your song. If you make the track, you own 50%, mm -hmm. right? If you do the lyric side, uh, like I could use Tweet as an example. Mm -hmm. Like he's got this this single, I'm like that, mm -hmm. right? Where a producer made the track yeah. uh, and he wrote all of his lyrics. Right. So a song splits out 50-50. Mm -hmm. the, the composition side is 50% yeah. and the uh, lyrical side is 50% and that's 100%. Both of them, you know, of course come together. And uh, then you take that and then you register at ASCAP, BMI, or CSAT, mm -hmm. right? So, uh, so once you get past that set, that that part, then if the record you know gets on the air and it becomes a hit, and then the royalties, uh, ASCAP uh, monitors your airplay, and then you get a royalty check. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it starts off you know it's a couple of pennies here and there, you know, but if it's doing well, now we're in the streaming world. Right. You know, every 1,500 streams accounts for a sale. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, a sale is a dollar twenty-nine or ninety-nine cent right. for a download. But if you get a lot of them Starts around the world, it adds right. up. Yes. Right, right. And as open markets continue to merge, be it yeah. China and things like that, everybody's looking to that. The yeah. potential is even that much greater. Yeah. I mean, and this is what's hurting the music industry. Right now, well, record companies, not the music industry, you know, because now you have Spotify and Apple Music, right. you got all these uh, digital platforms right. that have came along, and you know, the majors with the major overheads like the Warners and the Sonys and the Universals of the world, you know, they struggle a little bit because you know these digital companies are taking a huge share of the market now. Right. Right. Yeah, more and more. You don't have to say names if you don't want to, but a message for an artist that you found very difficult to work with and then we'll do the opposite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Advice. It doesn't have to be uh, personal, it could just be general because again, some of the people watching this may not be music aficionados on the business side, so you know, it's a rare treat to hear your You know, uh, okay, so when I got into the management business, um, one of the first uh, artists actors that I managed was Tyrese Gibson. Mm -hmm. And it was a challenge. Oh, I... It was a challenge, yeah. It was a challenge. It was kind of hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, I love the guy. He, he was a, he's a, a great guy. Mm -hmm. and, and when you have all the responsibility that, you know, like with his family, all the different things that he had to deal with, mm -hmm. you know, I kind of understand, mm -hmm. you know, the difficulty because, you, you know, he, he was young and right. having to balance you know, acting, because, you know, you know, I manage Tweet now, and right. like Tyrese, uh, Tyrese is what we call a triple threat. Right. You know, uh, Tweet is going to become the same thing. He's mm -hmm. going to be acting, model, right. you, you know, because he's in great shape. He's, exactly. well, I'm going to create a full-on brand right. out, of, out of him. So he's going to be an actor, he's going to be a model, and he's going to also perform, like, right. you know, triple, triple. sing it, triple threat. Yeah. And that's what Tyrese was, because right. he was a guest model, and then, I mean, all the films, I, you know, uh, I worked on uh, Transformers with him, Way Steep with him, right. um, 
uh, Annapolis with him. Okay. Uh, what was it? Four Brothers. It was a bunch of films, mm -hmm. you know, as well as um, working on this project with J Records, right? Because right? I was his general manager, and I had other managers that managed each sector, right. you know. So we, you know, had a company called HQE, mm -hmm. and. I ran that company for a good like four or five years, right. and it was fun, but it had some challenges. Sure. Yeah. So I'm gonna still hold your feet to the fire. What is that? <laughs> what is that message? Not necessarily for him at this juncture, but but for some younger artists that may be juggling a lot. And many of us have. We haven't been around this kind of money. We haven't been around people that are telling us something. Sometimes it's for our own good, um, and we have a lot coming at us to say the least. Right. Well, you know, I'm gonna tell you this. Okay, so. You say a difficult artist to work with, you know. Um, I, I guess in, 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 in my career it's been, you know, t it was tough with Tyrese at times. Everything mm -hmm. wasn't always bad, mm -hmm. but you know, it was challenging. But the best artist I ever worked with, and he, he calls this company best life ever, okay. it's Tweet. Mm -hmm. like, Good energy, mm -hmm. positive. I mean, sure. even oh, I know. Yeah, I feel it. even if I'm, I'm in a bad, you know what I'm saying. Every time. Even if I'm in a bad space, and I, you know, I think Tweet and I go back a good twenty years, right. you know, because um, we've been in the business for for a little while. But um, always good energy, mm -hmm. you know, always positive. It's it's somebody that you look forward to, like you know working with and trying to figure out business with because he's going to be on time right. and he's going to be about his business okay. every time right you know so sure. and he's great to work with in the studio so i'm going to take the hidden pearls maybe leaving you go at the door uh showing up before you're supposed to show up because if you show up on time you're yes. late and yes. um and being willing to kind of let maybe those around you who have some experience uh at least give you advice you still right. may not necessarily decide to follow it i mean they had their you know questions about clive's decision making and things like that but right. but in the end you sort of acquiesce so so sort of that willingness to to sort of enjoy but kind of go through the process as opposed to constantly fight against it exactly and that's Tweet, he's, he's, I mean, if it's an issue, mm -hmm. he'll bring the smoke too. Right, <laughs> you sure, know what sure. I'm saying? But other than that, like, it's just all good energy. Mm -hmm. and, and in 2022, that's what I want to be surrounded with, you yeah. know, because it's too much going on out there right, right now. We got COVID, we got this variant, that variant, and you know what I'm saying? All kinds of stuff going on right now, so. Sure. Yeah. Uh, any on a high note, give us sort of three three highlights of your career and in and, and, and the way that music kind of, well, kind of represented that for you. Like you were there and because you're in the music world, you got to have these similar phenomenal experiences. Yeah, so, I mean, Jesus, I was blessed. You know, I, I mean, like, you know, when I was little, I was the one walking around with the beaded jacket on, Michael Jackson. We did the victory experience. You know, I tried to be an artist. It was terrible. Sure, right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and we were signed to Motown. And uh, one one thing that stood out when I was in L.A. is, you know, I was able to get in business with MJJ. Mm -hmm. So his company through yeah. Sony. Yeah. So here I am working with Brownstone right. mm -hmm. at Michael Jackson's label, mm -hmm. uh, one of the girls from um, Brownstone, Nikki, was from Detroit, my yeah. city. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I look at that, and I'm like, wow, it's unbelievable. I look right. back on my life and some of the things, like working on Transformers with Steven Spielberg. Right. Like, it's, it's right. crazy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? With, with, with Tyrese. Um, 
that was a, a super highlight for me. Another highlight, uh, working with uh, on the Jill Scott Project, mm -hmm. which uh, also certified gold. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, it felt like God was like, I'm going to set you up right here. Right. I'm going to put you right here. And, you know, a lot of people say to me, hey, man, how did you get so many plaques working with so many different artists? Right. And I'm like, hey, mm -hmm. God placed me in the right spot at the right time to get that opportunity. So I, I would say, you know, uh, working with Mark Morrison mm -hmm. and looking at Chris Brown and, and g Easy do the record now, right. that's huge. Provide sure. Return of the Mac, hear Mark Morrison on the front of that. Like, right. it's crazy. So, you know, my career has, has, has been a blessing all the way through. I can't complain sure. about no, anything. Sure. It's, it's, it's more impressive. I'm glad you felt comfortable sharing some of that. Um, the show is called Music and Medicine. In, in what way do you feel it's either been a, a hero in your life or just something that helped you deal with a, a health type of challenge, whatever that may be, whether it's sublimating ego or being able to work with you know, all types of people? Yeah, well, music has been the, the key to so my survival, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because you know, one one thing is 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 a great way to make money if you do your business correctly. Uh, two, it you know I get excited, man. When I hear a record that's that's on fire, right. you know what I'm saying? I get excited, man. It just mm -hmm. it just makes me feel good, and uh, it puts me in a super positive light, and you know. It's nothing like hearing your record on the radio and it's doing well. Right. So, so, so music. Like every time I hear somebody send me a text, hey man, right. they're playing your record. Right. I feel good. It's like right. a shot, right. not a COVID shot, sure. but it's right. like a right. shot. Right. Right. <laughs> shot of positive adrenaline. A shot, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. A shot of positive uh, adrenaline. Right. Like so, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, where can we find you? I know you're CEO of your company. Tell us about it and um, your IG and all the gram stuff. So, yeah, so you can find me, um, boss underscore Billy Moss on Instagram, uh, just Billy Moss on Facebook, and Mr. Billy Moss on Twitter. Um, and you're gonna, it's gonna be a, a billion, a billion, billion dollar Billy or billionaire Billy. Uh, Instagram coming soon. So, yeah. I love yeah. it. Um, one last little pearl, because we've talked so much about the wisdom you've imparted to others and worked with others. Something that you feel you've learned from an artist that really helped you grow? Um, I, that really helped me grow. Like, uh, I, I, I would have to say this. Like, um, Wow, that's a good question. He stuck me. Uh, <laughs> can you repeat that question again? No, no, okay. So, um, something that I learned is you gotta, you gotta be positive. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you can't stop. You know what I'm saying? I, I say this uh, to my daughter too. I tell her, hey, you never could stop, you know, at your dream. You know, my daughter, she came up and when we were, uh, when I was making records and she wanted to re rehearse with with the uh, the different artists that, you know, I was working with. And she was watching me work with Tyrese and all them. And she was like, I want to be a singer. I want to be an actor. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to do the same thing. And I said, well, you just can't stop. You got to continue to grind and you got to push, push, push and, and, uh, and move forward. And now she has her own show on Disney. Mm -hmm. um, 
called uh, Disney Bake Off. That's one of the shows. And, and the other show is um, High School Musical, mm -hmm. um, the series. So she, she's a series regular on that show, and she's done um, Blackish. Mm -hmm. um, she just did a Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, yeah Grey's Anatomy. Um, so, yeah. And and when I watch my daughter now she's 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 21, she's doing it. She never stopped and she's still mm -hmm. going. Right. You know. So that's the advice I would give. Never stop. Keep that. going. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks for your Absolutely. time. Thanks for all the work and the great music you've given us. I mean, you know, from Brownstone all the way forward. Um, it's just it's been a blessing to be part of your life indirectly and now at least to have actually met you. Um, you may or may not know, but we've been working on this for months. So, <laughs> not to twist your arm, but I figured out a way. I was like, okay, we'll go through Tweet to get to you. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. um, whatever it takes. So, shout out yeah. to Chris Bridges on that one. Thanks yeah. so much. Yeah, thank you, Chris. Shout out. <laughs> exactly. Thanks so All much. Right. Thanks. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. Leadership matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here. And I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric Cast Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Electric Acid. Electric Acid.